Train all day. Prospect MMA podcast by night. All day. <laughs> Okay, so we are live for another episode of the Prospect MMA podcast brought to you by Air Muscle, Polish supplements on there. Uh, in today's episode, I'm having a top oof, top Scottish prospect, um, Chris Duncan, Chris the Problem Duncan. Um, he He's now signed to Cage Warriors, in my understanding, but he was allowed to take a, a fight outside the promotion. Um, check if he's here if you guys have any questions for him or me as always just put them down in the description below or in the question mark below uh, Chris. you're watching this and yeah so he's seven and one as a professional fighter he had to go at the Dana White Contender series. Um, unfortunately, he lost there. Um, and yeah, since he got signed with Cage Warriors, like I said there, which I'm very excited for that, for uh, for his rise, because from what I've got to see from him, he's he's going to come back with a vengeance. So that's going to be pretty cool to witness. Um, yeah, so just messaging him here. Started. There you go. Waiting for him to join us. Anyway, just while we're waiting for him, this weekend we have the Chaos Grappling Championship going on as well, which I'm going to be reporting live from. Bring this man to cover your event. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, man. Thanks, Sods. Appreciate that. Um, I am I am going to be at the Chaos Grappling, so Gunnar Nelson's going to be on there. Hal Pacino's going to be on there. So that's going to be kind of cool because I remember watching the Gunnar Nelson uh, debut in the UFC. Who wins in the tables and ladders? Ladders? What? Who wins in the tables, ladders, and chairs match of <laughs> Right, okay, it's a WWE question. Um, I'm going to have to go with Max on that one, <laughs> just because I know he's a really good wrestler. Okay, Chris is in the chat. Let me just send him the invite again. Okay, Chris, if you can see me, I've sent you the invite. Hello. There we go. Hello, bro. How are you? Good, man. Sorry, I was down getting the lamb set. <laughs> I'm not feeling well. <laughs> Oh, right. Okay. 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 No worries. No worries. Uh, we're all set up here. Can you hear me okay? Yeah. 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 Perfect. Hold on. Let me just adjust this a little bit. Okay. And volume up. Good stuff. So, um, for those who don't know you, um, you're seven and one as a professional fighter. Eight Chris and one. The Duncan. Chris, the problem, Duncan, right? Yeah. Eight and one. Eight and one. So, oh, yeah, sorry, yes, of course. This Your record hasn't been updated since the last week. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah, congratulations on that one, by the way. Thank you. Um, yeah. How, how, how... <clears throat> okay, let's start from the beginning. Hold on. I first got on to you because of a page uh, that was highlighting prospects. Um, 
I can't remember the name of the page. I think it was Mole Prospects. And they had you down at the time as 7 and 0, 100% finish rate. Um, and this was before the lockdowns like started going crazy. And um, obviously, since then, I followed you and, and I messaged you a few times and all that. Um, and the scene was just completely stopped, right? Because of all this lockdown and COVID stuff. Um, then the Dana White Contender Series came up, right? So that was the first thing you've done after all these lockdowns. Yeah. Um, unfortunately, it didn't go your way. Uh, but now you're back with a vengeance, right? For sure. Wait till you see what's going to happen this year. <laughs> yeah, 100%. Um, so let's let's just go a little bit to, to, to the beginning here. Um, how, how did you got into martial arts? Let me start there. Um, I mainly got into martial arts um, through um, enjoying fitness. I used to be a farmer um, and um, I got involved in the gym and I really enjoyed the gym. Um, and in, 2000, in 2014, my mum passed away and it was kind of, um, it made me really think twice about what I was doing for a job and um, how happy I was in, in my life that I was in the now. So um, I decided to move into to the gym as a job and uh, doing uh, being a fitness instructor. Um, and from there, it just kind of snowballed into me doing MMA um, and slowly getting better and using it as a kind of, um, I don't know, self-motivator to, to keep me busy and keep my mind off all the external things that were going on in my life. And um, that really, I'm a kind of all-in, kind of all-out kind of guy. So, um like, um, I'm either doing it or I'm not. So this really kept me focused throughout, like, kind of tough times and stuff. And how old were you when, when, when you started then? I was 21 when I started MMA. And how old are you now? 28. So seven years then. Yeah. So seven years. Seven years. Wow. Okay. Um, that's a late start, right? Or considered a late start uh, for, for, for most athletes now, right? Yeah, for sure. I wish I had started a lot earlier, but... You know, these things you can't control and um, I don't think I would be the fighter I am today if it wasn't for my past. So I'm a great believer in um, what's happening at the time will we'll mold you into the person you'll be in the future. Yeah, 100%. And then, like, what a start, right? What a start to your uh, professional career. Uh, but bring us just uh, to, to, to <coughs> obviously, you spoke of training. Um, Whenever you started training, did you, like, how far in did you start thinking, I'm actually going to start competing in this? I'm very good at this in comparison with your peers. So, so when when I first started MMA, um, I'd only been doing MMA for maybe four or five weeks, maybe six at the most. And yeah. um, a last-minute fight popped up. And uh, my coach, Adam, had said, you know, You've you've had a little bit of kickboxing background. Do you want to take this fight? I, I know the guy personally. That's he didn't know him personally, but he knows the guy. He's fought one of my students before. Would you like to take the fight? And I said, of course I would. So, um, I was in McDonald's at the time, actually eating a Big Mac. So I put the big <laughs> I put the Big Mac down, and then uh, I said, yeah, I'll take the fight. So went home, and I was pretty much on weight at that point. I was we used to walk about at like seventy seven kilos. So okay. um, that fight was at 77, so it was easy enough for me to make the weight. 
Um, I did a yeah. little bit of dieting, took the fight on like four or five weeks notice, or even three, I think it was. And uh, we just went from there. Um, and I won that fight. Um, and actually, the day of that, the day of the weigh-ins for that first fight of mine, that was the day that my mum died. So um, that's been oh, that's been the kind of the kind of the positive that came out of the negative, if you get what I mean. Yes, 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 one hundred percent. So you went on a a rampage as an amateur. Um, you have one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, eight wins and uh, one loss according to topology. Um, is it at that stage that you start thinking of this as a career path and like that you're going pro and... Really, really, it was probably only about 2019, I think. I really thought, you know what, this is what I want to do. Mm, yeah, maybe, maybe 2018, 2019. I just... Like that was kind of me, like right, okay, I've put all my cards on the table, and I'm I'm fucking not good at anything else, so I may as well may as well give it a crack. Hundred percent, hundred percent, and um, yeah, for those who don't know, so you went on a fucking rampage, seven and zero, all by finish, whether it's submissions or uh, TKOs, KOs. Yep. Um, you then got on Bellator as well, um, which is. Amazing. And then you get onto the, the UFC Dana White Contender Series. Um, I remember seeing on, the, I can't remember if, if, if it was a post or one of your lives, um, but saying how, how important that was for you, right? Uh, to get that calling and, and get that recognition uh, from the UFC. Um, and, and I remember there was a problem, right? The guy... The guy the week before or something didn't make weight or or, or pulled out of the fight or no, whatever. The the day the day of the weigh in. So we weighed in and um he weighed in at one sixty and the fight was meant to be one fifty five, so he's five pounds over. And um I said to Sean Shelby, you know, I'll still take the fight, it's no problem. And, right. Um I, I was out I went and refueled and had all my food and my water and we're out um on the basketball court and I seen my opponent walk past and his body language is really off and I just didn't have a good feeling about it and I went to my phone in my bag and I seen I had two missed calls from my manager and he phoned me again and he said, have you heard the news? Your opponent's pulled out. So I proceeded to fucking, obviously I was absolutely shell-shocked pretty much. It's like the biggest opportunity in my life has just been ripped away from me because of this fucking idiot of a guy can't yeah. actually manage himself uh, in a proper fashion. So, um, so I, I, my manager said, "Stay ready. You might have something for Saturday." Sean Shelby says he might get you a fight on Saturday, and that means that's good, and we'll get you signed. And um, so I aimed to make weight again. So that was on Tuesday, uh, Monday. I made weight. I started to begin to cut weight again so I had to start drinking water again and um, yeah. flush out all the sodium and carbohydrates that I just put in my body again for for the the fight and then I went right up to 80 kilograms and I had to go all the way back down to 70 again so mm. my body was in a bit of a turmoil and I phoned my, my manager on the Friday and said you know am I going to make this weight am I going to have I got a fight for Saturday 
And he said, he said, no, we've not got your fight for Saturday. Don't go in the sauna. So I hadn't actually mm-hmm. began the weight cut itself. Um, and then he said, right, we'll get you on a flight home and uh, you can go home and see your family. And I said, right, so can I go and eat some food? And he said, yeah, yeah, we'll go and eat some food and we'll get, we'll get you sorted. So I went and ate some food again, um, started drinking water again, blah, blah, blah. And then he phoned me the next morning, which I thought was him going to book me my flights home from Vegas. And he okay. says, I've got some good news for you and I've got some bad news for you. And then just immediately I, I broke into tears because my girlfriend had just had, we just had a wee baby at the time and she wasn't well at home. So I was um, stuck in between a kind of rock and a hard place. Um, and my girlfriend was supportive enough to let me try and make weight again for the next fight and hold fort back at home. And um, I began to make weight again for the third time and uh, that I had 10 days to do that this time. So the, the the bit in the middle, actually dieting again and not eating very much throughout the day was the most difficult part. The weight cut itself wasn't too bad. So um, I then uh, began to cut weight in the sauna for the last guy. And um, genuinely, you know, a lot of people say it's been crazy. I can't believe you had to make weight three times. And genuinely, I don't think that was the biggest reason why I lost that fight. I think my mindset was wrong. I think I was my own kryptonite in the end. Um, I was too tough for my own good. And um, yeah. I was just, I was happy to be there and I'm glad I took it, took that fight because now I have a different mindset when it comes to fighting. I have far clearer mindset and I used to go into fights like as life or death and like I was willing to actually die in the cage. Like, no sh- I shit you not. Like that is, that is the mind frame I used to get myself into. And um, now I need to treat it a little bit more casual. Um, it, it is life or death for me to a certain extent, but um, I need to treat the lead up and the build up a little bit more casual to, to slow down my mind and slow down um, wasting negative energy. So um, the biggest the biggest gain I've got from this loss is like don't fix what's not broken and now something is broken so I was allowed to to correct that and it's been it's been the best thing that's happened so when I was an amateur I lost a fight and I went on like a a 13 fight winning streak or a I can't remember it was a big win streak and it was after I, I lost yeah. okay. so um, 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7 Plus seven, so fourteen. No, 14 streak. yeah, yeah. So I was in, I was in a big win streak since my last loss. So I'm just looking forward to to see the new beast that comes out of this. Fourteen win streak after this. Yeah, that's for sure. <laughs> Longer than month. that. Double it. Double it. <laughs> double it. Good stuff. Good stuff. So, so uh, you think you think the, the doing the weight cuts, and I know I know how hard weight cuts can be for a fighter. So doing that weight cut. It's what on a Tuesday, I think you have the weigh-ins, right? Yeah. The Dana White. Yeah. Yeah. Doing on a Tuesday, and then you're trying again on the Saturday of the same week, and then you had to do it ten days after again. Right. Wow. I, I, I can only guess. He has some sort of effect on your brain, at least. For sure. There's a there's a picture. There's a picture on my Instagram. Um, I've Mm -hmm. I've put two pictures of me weighing in. The first one and the second one. And you can see right. it in the back of my eyes, like up in here, that I was very sunken in my second in my second way in. Um, my muscle, style. 
Mom, when yeah. he was featherweight. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Right. Okay. Yeah. No, that 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 that. Those things, those things can be can be quite hard on the body. Uh, the the like, and I've said this on the podcast several times: the weight loss or the weight cut. <coughs> um, I hope I hope it's something that really changes as we see the sport progressing and evolving. Yeah, I really do. Uh, but for now, it is what it is, and we got to deal with it. And uh, but yeah, um, but but anyway. So at least you went there, and then you tried and. Um, it is what it is. Any any positives you take out of that situation to bounce back, like yeah. we we're saying, mentally and all that. Yeah, for sure, mentally, like the the build up. I need to treat the build up more casual. I need to. I still take the fight very very seriously, um, but um, I need to still treat it as like I still treat it as life or death because it it means that much to win to me. But I I need to zone out of that and um, really focus on my mental clarity. Like, when I just last fought there, um, I was saying a lot of things to myself within my in my head, a couple of key key words that I wanted to say to, to slow everything down and bring myself back down to earth. And things that i never done before is, like, look out the cage and see, like, the, the people outside the cage. Like, I, I spotted my girlfriend. I would never have looked for my girlfriend um, in the cage or outside the cage before because I felt like that it might have been a distraction whereas this time around it definitely wasn't It was I was definitely more clear and calm and uh, I could see within my girlfriend's eyes and I could feel within myself that I was way more calm So you're talking about this fight right now that you had that was in Scotland, right? Yeah, I just had one recently in England, yeah England, sorry, yeah. right, okay yeah, yeah. Um, so yeah, so that's obviously your bounce back. Um, just before that, I remember the news saying you were signed to Cage Warriors, yeah, um, which is amazing. Um, obviously, it's like a really great promotion, UK based as well. Um, how 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 did that come about and the news of that? Um, so obviously, in my understanding, you were contracted to Bellator. You had to let that go to go to the Dana White Contender Series. Is that, yeah, is that yeah. right? And that was only that was only just because of of COVID. You know, there was no bad blood between me and Bellator. It was just we just parted ways because of COVID and the restrictions and and all that sort of yeah. stuff. So um, I was very fortunate to have had my time with them, and um, now my tree is branched elsewhere, and uh, yeah. I'm just looking to to move on and fight and be as active as I possibly can this year. I would really like four fights this year. Um, yeah, nice. I would really like four because, you know, the last two years I've fought maybe twice in one year and it's just not, not good enough, you know? Yeah, 100%. Um, so, as, as, as many people know, Cage Warriors is a platform to get onto the UFC. Um, one of the best platforms to get onto the UFC. Lots of great names uh, have, have, have come from it. Um, is there any fight news, uh, as in when you're going to have your debut at Cage Warriors? Yeah, um, I'm, I, I spoke to my manager just before I, I came on the phone to you and we're aiming to get on the April card in Manchester. Um, there's nothing set in stone, there's no opponents put out forward yet, but we're aiming to get on April um, and just take it from there, fight by fight. Uh, move by move and just make sure I'm fit and healthy um, and uh, 
yeah, I'm just really looking forward to a really active year. And like I, I'm a big lightweight, it takes takes a lot for me to get down to to lightweight. And if if I'm active, it'll give me it'll give me um, an easier weight cut because obviously I'm more fine tuned throughout the year. Less of a rebound. Yeah, between, for sure. Yeah, 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 yeah. A hundred percent. Great stuff. So that's one fight out of the way. So another three then in Cage Warriors. That would yeah. be the case, right? Or, or even, yeah. you know, I've just had that one in February there. So, yeah, I'll have maybe another two after this one in April. Um, I don't care where they are, you know. I think I think the UFC will pick me up before then. I think I'll fight again in April and then they'll sign me. Um, or if I need to get another shot in the, the Contender Series, I'll do that too. 100%. Great stuff. Okay, that's awesome. That's good to know. Um, I don't know if you remember, but you said uh, on a live that you were sick of people asking for your mental health and this and that. And like, you gave me like five or six questions that you were saying, all podcasts ask you. Oh, yeah. I think I managed to do that without going through all those five questions. So, uh, <laughs> oh, man. I'm happy about that. Yeah. Uh, and I'm happy. I'm happy to have this opportunity to speak with you because um, I've been following you for, for the past year at least. Thank you. Uh, and a little bit more. Um, so yeah. So do you wanna do you wanna wrap this up and give any shout outs to any of your team, gym, sponsors, all that stuff? Yeah, for sure. All my sponsors that were involved for this this last fight here, um, and all the people that have sponsored me in the past as well. They, they've been a great help, and um, obviously the gym that I train at, Evil Gym, and I also train there in Four Corners. Um, those guys are like. Um, like the, the teammates I have in there are different to, to normal teammates that you'd maybe see in a, a big massive gym. So I'm very lucky to have these guys. And obviously my, my family is very supportive of me as well. So you got to give a big shout out to my family because without my girlfriend and my wee bit, well, obviously I've had a new baby, my baby Summer. It feels weird saying her name. It's, it's a bit funny. It's like, because she's so young, like I say her name and I'm like, oh, baby Summer. <laughs> but um. I'm just very grateful to have my family and it's given me another another focus and something to look forward to to come home. 100%. Can I ask you just uh, in terms of your mindset, has anything changed of being a father versus not being a father? Absolutely not, no. Um, no. My mindset is still very driven. I, you know, like everybody's like, oh, this will help you. This will put a fire under your arse. You know, I still had a fire under my arse anyway, so... Um, I just, okay. I just feel, I feel a lot. If, if the words like, I feel a lot more love, like I've got more love to give. If that makes sense, yeah. um, I'm a father of four. Yeah, yeah, and it, it feels good, and it's um, there's nothing like I came in tonight, and she's sitting with her mum on the floor, and I go through, and she's smiling, and it's it's heartwarming. You can feel it in here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 100%, yeah. Good stuff. No, it's great. It's great to to, to, to know that and obviously to, um, I suppose, see the evolution of you as a person as well, not just a fighter. Yeah, no, so sure. So inside the cage as well. Um, good stuff, Chris. Thank you so much, so much. I really appreciate this too. Not a problem, mate. Not a problem. Thanks for having me. Yeah, my pleasure, my pleasure. Let's do this again after your fight, your next fight. Yeah, for sure. Let's do it. Let's do it. Okay. Cool. Thank you, everybody, for watching. Go give Chris a follow. I'll put the link on the description as well for his gym and all his sponsors and all that. So <laughs> go give him a follow for support as well. 
Chris, have a good uh, a good night, okay? You too, buddy. Thanks. Thank you. Thank bye you. Bye bye. Bye bye. Thank you very much if you watched the whole episode to the end. Really appreciate that. Please subscribe. Um, subscribe to the podcast. Subscribe on YouTube. Follow the page on Instagram. That's where I do most of my podcasts live for you guys to be able to interact with my guests as well. Submit your questions, comments, all that stuff. Um, leave a comment if you're on Instagram. Leave a comment if you're listening uh, to this on YouTube. I really appreciate your support, guys. Thank you.